Hello, social media family, everybody, cameras on, and welcome to Hashtag Verse TV, week 154, The Homo's Talk Show. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with some good friends who will introduce themselves right after I say uh, where I am. I'm currently in Las Vegas, Nevada, and the song that's in my mind is... Uh, a classic throwback to a uh, junior high school days for me, Jamiroquai's Virtual Insanity, all right? Virtual Insanity, that's what we're living in. Yeah. Anyway, all right, and that's me. Next up, uh, well, Kevin, uh, it looks like your camera's off, but Chrissy Marie? Hey, everyone, it's Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio, on this blustery evening. Uh, I hope it's warm where you are, Erin. Uh, it's really cold here. Um, the song that's in my mind is Mr. Intentional by Lauren Hill. Jasmine is representing in our audience today. And Kevin is back. Let's <laughs> him introduce. Hey, Kevin. I was recently think about it. And for everyone, this is Kevin a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Um, the song, and there's really no meaning behind it. I just like it. Um, song by Ariana Grande. Um, and I forget the name of it. It's a remix to a song, and it features... Doja Cat and Megan Stallion. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't think of the name of it. I, I I can't think of it either, but I think I know what you're talking about, and I think that's on her latest album, if I'm not mistaken. I but, think you're right. Yeah. Well... Let's go ahead and get this show on the road, shall we? Hashtag Verse TV, week 154. So the first topic is coming from edgeonthenet.com. And it's the title of the article is Books About LGBTQ+. And race issues face censorship. Is it constitutional? And the topic that we will be discussing today is burning slash banning. It's all wordplay at the end of the day. And it's coming from Edge Media Network. Now, Edge Media Network is the group that has the website edgeonthenet.com and their article is coming as a repost from theconversation.com all right and the first topic is i say this is one of several articles discussing the age old issue of book banning today in 2022 our stateside discussion is increasingly referencing banning books on 
Q plus issues or race issues. And in reading the article, Aaron Mack, me, wondered if parents should simply have a right to ban such school knowledge from their kids. Then he, me, also thought, but other kids also attend that school. All other kids also attend school. That's the whole point of school. So my question, would we just delay society's inevitable progress because Q plus people are going to be Q plus, race history is still what it is, or might we actually regress in the issue and why? And what I will say is, society with an education unafraid to be grounded in reality is better equipped to progress and deal with any future difficulties. And a hetero ally, friend of the show, storyteller, a world traveled, world explained, um, singer, actually, musician out of Nigeria, but he's very well-traveled. He explained that his experience in traveling the world is places with higher standards of living are less xenophobic, more open-minded. And I didn't start the timer, but but I, I'm almost done. <laughs> but I feel that higher education leads to higher standards of living as well. So I feel that's an important part of it. And trying to limit the kids' education, it's like, why are you trying to limit their knowledge? So you can always be smarter than them. That's not, I, I, I think that's good parenting in my opinion, but who am I to judge? And I do fear that if this, book banning slash burning and witch hunts huh, be, like take off that we would actually regress. Gays would up back in the closets because people just wouldn't want to discuss it, you know, as far as the, mm, yeah, people wouldn't be willing to have tough race conversations. I, I, I just feel that there would be less communication because people would be less understanding of different people. That's my opinion. And now we'll do this countdown. Kevin, you said you're prepared. Go ahead. All right. Um, what I had written down, um, I don't think it was to that question in particular, but in general, yeah, <laughs> in general, I think that overall as a country, I think the U.S. in general is thinking the right thing, but there's always those people who are the oddballs and don't want to do it. Um, so 
get the entire situation in general, and I was thinking it kind of, well, first off, I don't think anything should be banned. It's knowledge. It's for the kids. They need that. Um, but I, for the most part, don't think books should be banned. I remember being younger, I know the big issue at the time, I believe, was, or maybe slightly after high school, but I know the issue was the movie, I believe, Beloved. And, all right, yes, it was a little extreme, but I don't think it should have been flat out banned. Maybe needing, like, even if it's just a parental permission slip, that's fine. But I wouldn't say cut it fully. And that's just my opinion. All right, and Chrissy Marie. So, both of you, I agree with both of you. Um, and most definitely, um, after I read the article, I kind of, I'm leaning more toward your what you said, Aaron, uh, about the regression of society. Most definitely, uh, will regress. Will regress. Um, and it will delay society's, it's the same thing as regression, it will delay society's inevitable progression. Um, you know, things are uncomfortable, things that are uncomfortable for people to talk about, um, just because they don't agree with them doesn't mean that a conversation shouldn't be had or that education about those things shouldn't be public knowledge. So um, if the information isn't there, then uh, there is a lot of confusion that takes place. Uh, there is a lot of, of, of division that takes place. There is a lot of misunderstanding. And it definitely is uh, uh, something that's leaning more towards a polarized view, uh, like, the, like the article stated. Um, uh, it's, it's not going to progress uh, the condition of the human race as a whole to, uh, you know, uh, keep information away from people uh, who need the information instead of being misinformed or um, just lack the knowledge because knowledge is power. So um, it's really powerful to know. Um, that's my answer on that. Um, that's my answer to that question. All right. And I will take a one minute to, to follow up uh, on some things right quick. So here's the, no, that's the three minute. This is the one minute. Okay. So I I, I questioned just uh, when, when we said they, they would be oddballs. 
I, I think the reason that they're oddballs and as 1983 baby, you know, we were kids you know when glad was really fighting this this race but um like because of the fact that they did fight so hard for things and i'm sure fighting the book stuff like book banning was a part of it but because they fought so hard that's what brought us to where we are now as far as people Otherwise, I, I, I don't. If the book banning was just allowed and people were just allowed to do whatever, I, I, I don't think they would be oddballs. I think they would become the society standard again, you know. But whatever. Anyway, as anybody else want on one minute? Yes, I just want to say this: that that article um, isn't showing up anymore. So. Um, you know, because I, I'm just you know going over to ref just to reference the things that I've read so far in the article. Um, I'm I'm using my reader to pull it up, and it's not even pulling up for me. So I don't I don't know if it's a, a an issue on my. I'm able to you know log into to Instagram and social media, but the article is no longer even up at the moment. So is that is that true on your end as well, Aaron? When you okay. click on the link. Taking a look now. Yeah, it, it, it's it's still there. So okay. I, I don't know. I'm not but, sure. Maybe the link. Maybe it's just my device. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, comes right up. Yeah, e media network. It says that it's just oops. It's media. <laughs> it's no longer. Uh, you, the story you're trying to reach is no longer available on our site or does not exist. And it's um, Edge Media Network. Edge Media. Right. Edge Edge okay. Media. Uh -huh. Yep. It's, it's well, the link. I clicked on the link. Well, we you, uh, we we all had uh, good good answers. So so let's just keep 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 it pressing, pressing on to the Queen. Are we ready for the Queen? The Queen Bee. Yes. Yes. And. Nope. I'm learning so much and I'm making mistakes and I'm learning from them and I'm not afraid to make a mistake. I embrace mistakes. They make you who you are. I've never been afraid to fall. So, And I say all these things, but now I'm getting tested. <laughs> all right, Beyonce. Now. Okay, I'll go first. And yes, I, I, I'm starting to like love Beyonce. I, I, I used to, like I said last week, pro, oh, I start everybody's timer but my own. There we go. I used to proudly say that uh, I love Beyonce, but I wasn't a member of the Beehive. I still don't think I'm joining the Beehive, but I love Beyonce. She is just, she's amazing especially ever since that be alive performance like I, I i love her so much more now anyway but yes i used to get caught up in the minutiae of perfection trying to be perfect with things and it's like no you know some sometimes 
you might get it wrong, but 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 you have to try. You have to try, and that's the thing. And I remember my very first manager out of college. She was she was very proudly a Delta Delta Sigma Theta, and um, she told me to not get caught up in the minutia of things around the office. She said, "Get out there." And because I, I was working in media sales and she was like, get out there and sell. Don't get caught up in the minutia of being around the office. So yes, you, you have to just get out and do it. You have to have goals and a plan, but don't take forever building those goals and a plan. Get out and do it. And don't be afraid to fail, you know, because just like the queen bee said, you, you, you can't be afraid to fall. You can't be afraid to fail because you, you'll be able to get back up and do it. And yes, I, I say I, I love Beyonce even more now. Anyway, I am. So nobody said anything. Chrissy Marie. So I'm glad you referenced the VLI um, video by Beyonce. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think I'm part of the Beehive. I really do. Like, I really love Beyonce. I love how the opening of uh, of the video, even, she was dressed in yellow, um, which represented not, you know, non-binary. Um, uh, here, I have my notes, too. Let me put that, bring that up. Uh, non, uh, cisgender binary, binary of male or female. Um, or multi-gender people, um, or no, that's white. But um, I liked how the symbolism was uh, in uh, in support of uh, of people who she hasn't publicly identified herself with as a, a married, you know, uh, woman, and. You know she's all she's all inclusive with her her performance and um, with the symbolism um, in in you know in the video. Um, just love that she's such a creative a creative. Um, and yes, mistakes shape us. You know, um, but before before they can, we have to be accountable. We have to admit to ourselves and and those that we've wronged or you know, uh, to that nature, um, uh, to be able to, to grow from that or learn from that. So um, you're not going to be able to do that if you're stuck in one place or you're just too rigid about um, the progression of society. So that's, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, uh, I, I love how she worded uh, that statement. Um, people make mistakes and, and then will be tested, of course, because, you know, you have conversations with people who are not in agreement with you, and that's okay. That's not necessarily a negative thing. Um, however, passions can fly high when people disagree about things or um, or they don't live the same type of way another person does, which is ultimately their choice. So, um in, in, in my mind, that's like a segue to the next topic. But um, uh, I really loved uh, that you used that reference to 
uh, talk about this particular topic. Um, I, I see where you're going. I see where you're going with this. So um, that's what my answer is. Cool. And Kevin, your opinions on the queen? <laughs> All right. My opinion on, well, in general, on Beyonce. Now, don't be wrong because I've always liked her. However, I am definitely not a super fan, not part of the Beyonce. That's on a whole different level. Yeah, well, but I mean, she is uh, talented. I will give her that. Mm -hmm. Actually, very talented. Extremely, extremely. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, how do you feel about her talking about not being afraid to make mistakes and not giving up and stuff? Uh, that's um. What I was thinking initially when I first heard it that what she said is so true um really none of us are perfect we have all made mistakes at some point in life whether you admit it or not is a different story but then the thing is, when you do make a mistake, just own up to it. It's a learning lesson for you and probably for others also. All right. Any one-minute follow-ups? All right. And next is coming from... Oh, and, and by the way, that the first topic, and this is exactly what I did last week. Well, no, actually, no. This came from, it was a Beyonce video, but it came from at Pretty Elevated Vibes. So at Pretty Elevated Vibes reposted that video of the Beyonce. And this next one is coming from our good friend at Cabana Black, and that's K-B-A-N-A-B-L-A-Q, also known as Vivian Valentine. And here comes this video. Yes. And it says, the longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. All right? Oh, that was perfect timing. And with that being said, my response to that, you know, it's funny. And I, I realize this is because, you know, relationships are always on my mind. And I thought this was exclusively for relationship stuff initially. I was like, yeah, because if you entertain the wrong man, then you'll end up missing the right man. But 
but I, I, I also realized that that sort of would work to be a problem for me because it lead, lead hmm. I would often in search for that right, just always feeling, I, I, I think sometimes, and it comes down to looking for the honeymoon stage of relationships, I would abandon a potentially good relationship too soon. So it, it's really tough to say you, you, the longer you entertain something that's not right for you, the longer you'll delay what is right for you. It's like, yes, in terms of relationships, in terms of everything, but it's also hard to decide because you don't want to, in the search for that right thing to end up missing the right thing because you're constantly looking for something that is immediately and always up here when technically you should grow it up here. You know, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. But like I said, it, it applies to more than just relationships and me, minutia, not for me. I don't know why I said that. But um, yeah, make goals. Um, don't get caught on minutia. Try to uh, find the one. And it doesn't have to be exclusively relationships. It could be working toward finding the right place in life professionally. You know, who knows? And spending too much time in the wrong place professionally could lead you to miss the right opportunity. But you also don't want to be in the right opportunity and miss it because you think it's the wrong opportunity, but you really just needed to put in a different level of effort. Anyway, I'm just curious to hear what you all have to say because I don't know. <laughs> all right, and... Well, so the longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely facts. But that's the same thing. That's the same notion. Um, wh whatever type of energy, whatever type of thoughts, um, you know, your your what you think and how you feel is also um, it also can be a choice. Um, but those are also natural things. Um, thoughts definitely can be manipulated more so than feelings. I believe feelings are more natural in my mind. That's just in my mind. Um, and uh, the longer you entertain something that is not for you or, you know, that's just like walk, walking in your truth is your truth is yours. So if you, if you decide to go against it just because something on the outside of you is against it or something on the outside of you is, is judging or something on the outside of you is, um, you know, uh, trying to punish or diminish that truth in, in who you, in you, then, um, you're, you're not, you know, you're entertaining what's not for you, even thinking about it, especially thinking about it, especially deciding to have a feeling about what someone else or what something else 
is doing, you know, just like with all the, the book banning and, and things like that. You know, it, it just really seems like the government is trying to withhold information from humans. You know, we're all taxpaying citizens, the, most of us, you know, we're, we're all people who, you know, have opinions. We have, you know, we are who we are, regardless of whether you agree with who we are or not, you know, uh, and, and you can't govern that. We can govern that. That's why, you know, like I am, is such a powerful, those are the, they're, they're small words, but they're very powerful. I am whatever I decide, whatever makes me happy. As long as I'm not hurting anyone. And that goes back to the first question. You know, if you, if you take somebody's power away uh, by by having a you know you can have a diminishing opinion you know because you know words are powerful the tongue is a powerful weapon you know our, our voices are powerful so if you take those you know that power away from someone just because you're not in agreement with the way they live which has nothing to do with you um, you know and you shouldn't even have no one should have an opinion about anyone else's way of living or, you know, choices in the first place, unless they're breaking the law, unless they're committing a crime. So, you know, like, cause I, I, I do also believe in following the laws of the land, but as far as having dominion over people, that is, that's definitely uh, an unconstitutional thing. And if you're, if you're entertaining, even thinking about someone else, like I rebelled against that. I, I ain't even gonna lie. That's just my whole out, you know, mindset on that. You know, I'm not going to entertain. I know I'm going over time here, but you know, if it's not for you, then why are you entertaining it? What are you what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your intention? And that's my answer. Cool. And Kevin. Um first or mainly at the say I pretty much agree with that alarm go off. Um, but yeah, pretty much agree with Christy Marie and really it takes me back way back to oh when I was like 17 most of the year and during that time frame, that's when I really became comfortable with myself to start coming out. And people at that time, people would think that I was too young and didn't know what I was talking about, which is so natural. <laughs> But yeah, like I basically had to realize for myself that my stance was my opinion on me. I didn't care what other people thought. Nice. All right. Um, 
I would like to take a, a one minute actually on this. And it, it, it's so interesting that you, I always say so interesting, but it's, you, you bring that up as far as knowing when you were 17 and people were like, you're too young to know. We know, we might not have the language for it. And, and that's part of the thing that I think is confusing us as older people now when we see young kids coming out as like gay or trans as young kids. But it's because when we were their age, we didn't have the language for it. We knew it was something, but we didn't have the language for it. But now, due to education, okay, kids have the language for it. That doesn't mean it was created because of their education. That means that they now have the language to classify what they feel. Because I felt a, a, a attracted to boys since I was a very young kid, but I didn't know what it was. Anyway, that's my one minute. Anybody else want a one minute? Yes. So I just want to say that, you know, uh, the, you know, I'm just like stuck on the banning of the information here. It's, it's posed as a problem, um, which is defi defined as a matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with and overcome. So a problem and and you know and that's 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 somebody's position for whatever reason, you know, especially in 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 uh in politics. Um politics is simply what you want and how you go about getting it. You know, what agenda you are you your the agenda is obviously division. You're trying to divide for a reason. And pit people against each other for a reason. You're you, you're trying to do that for what reason? When, when you know we are found the you know the the forefathers, the foundation is uh, you know in God we trust. If if you believe in God, and um, united we stand. Right? How are we going to be able to stand if we're divided? All right. And th that's a great place to close that. Kevin, did you want one minute? Um, nothing I could really think of at the moment. Okay. And moving on to the next topic. And this is, and I think I'll do it like this. In my mind, part three. And it's coming from at positive energy underscore plus. And this is the karma topic and how, how people treat you is their karma. How you re react is your karma. All right. And this is going to go away off the screen in just a second. But while we're waiting for it to just go off the screen in that second, I will do the wait. There we go. Three, two, one. All right. So 
This topic, I actually had to ponder a moment as I not start my timer. Pow. So this topic, I actually had to ponder because I was like, what are they saying with this? And I, I kind of had to realize how people act and how they are received is their karma. And, and that makes sense. And how you, well you handle what you are given and what you receive, how well or how poorly you handle it, that's your karma. And, and that makes sense. And on, on a previous show, Chrissy Marie spoke, when we spoke about karma, mentioning what you said sort of brought to light the fact that karma, I was so accustomed to hearing karma used in the negative, like bad karma, bad karma. Something bad is going to happen to you because of karma. But karma doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be something positive happening to you because of karma. So the way that you receive somebody could be good karma because you're able to if they come at you and try to bring you down, you're able to let it roll off your back and be like, oh, whatever, you know, or it's your karma. If the way you receive that people coming at you badly is, oh, I'm hurt. You're a jerk. And I have to respond to you like, you know, that's your karma as well. Anyway, and same is true with as far as karma for how you act to people, you know, being a good person or I hate using that term, a good person, bad person. Nobody's good, bad. It's not bad versus evil. But anyway, but yeah, that th that's my point. I, I, I don't think I have to use the whole time. And Kevin. Yeah. Um, at, when I read that, I thought about it and I was like, all right, really, that takes me back to definitely being a little boy. And something I will never forget, my mom used to always say, she said, you do bad things, bad things, why to you? And it's talking a little later that basically she was talking about karma. And the way I look at it, like two years ago, going back to 2009, the very last car I had was definitely stolen from a train station. And I was I was definitely annoyed, but I thought about it and I was like, nah, I'm not gonna get very mad because yeah, I fully believe in karma. And I was like, all right, they did something bad. Something bad is gonna happen to them eventually. All right, Chrissy Marie. So, 
Um, Aaron, you mentioned um, the, the word receive. I love that word. That's one of my favorite words. Um, I'm a woman, so, um, and I, I receive. So, um, and uh, receptiveness is uh, willing to consider or accept new suggestions and ideas, right? So, um, if you're if you're able or willing to, which everyone is, unless there's some type of flaw in their ability to do so, um, then you know your karma is whatever decision. You know, it's your energy, it's your it's your intentions, what what you think about something, or you know how closed-minded in that word again, polarized you are, you're not willing to expand anything or be whole about any situation because you're not, you're, you're not uh, willing to receive, even if you don't agree, you don't have to agree to receive. You don't have to live a certain type of way to receive someone else's truth. That is their truth. And that's just reality. It doesn't negate that. So, um, yeah, and your response is is the same thing. It's the sum of your decisions, pretty much. The way you have decided to go about your journey and whatever reason you decided to do it, maybe because you were told this is the way to live and you've denied your own feelings or attractions or desires or anything like that. You know, not and and you know, like it's a it, it's it's a um, it's a fine line because there's a, there's a lot of people who are religious or spiritual. Um, you know, I, I'm not really a religious person. I'm more spiritual than uh, religious because you can, you know, be on the same accord as people uh, spiritually or even religiously, and still be attracted to who you're attracted to. That doesn't make you a, a bad person. It doesn't make you negative. What does create ne that negative energy or frequency is not being honest about it or, you know, not even being encouraged to talk about those things at a young age when you recognize that these feelings are are in you. That's a part of who you are, you know, and it's not because of uh, stimuli. It's just that you know yourself so well because as children, we especially now, we tend to spend more time with our... Well, when I was a child, I spent a whole lot of time with myself. Um, as an adult, I spent a whole lot of time with myself. So I know myself very well. You know, I, I know what All right. is mine and what isn't, pretty much. And that's my answer. Perfect. And I want a one... I, I, I want a one minute, um, please. And in my one minute, I will say first to Kevin, that, that was a great example of karma, absolutely, as far as your car, because of your karma, you were a, a, able to receive it and not let it like burn you up inside, like, oh my gosh, I, I've got to just, I, I've been destroyed, I've got to destroy. No, you it took, took it in and you were like, okay, peace, peace, be with it. And that's an example of karma. 
And Chrissy Marie, one thing I wanted to say to what you said is it, it's so interesting. I always say it's so interesting. But you mentioning that and, and people being honest, I read years ago at this point, and I, I don't remember where and I don't remember exactly what it all said, but I, I remember what I got from it was that the world is lacking a balance and people being honest. And until we cover that balance, we'll be in trouble. We need to get that balance back of honesty among everyone. Done. Okay. Any more one minutes? I oh. totally agree with, oh, that, okay. with that. Totally agree. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, friend. And we are now moving on to In My Mind Part Four. Parte. Wait. I, I, I do that every week, and I, I don't even know what language it is. Part, because it's not Spanish, because four is cuatro. I was going to say parte. Anyway, I, I, I just make stuff up. Hashtag Verse TV. Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin from Philadelphia. Hashtag Burst TV. Hashtag Burst TV. Week 154.